Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. And I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I have a returning guest here, Mr. Adam Gorin, to talk about the song Boat of Car off of They Might Be Giants' self-titled debut, a.k.a. The Pink Album. Let's do it. Daddy sing bass. Sing bass. Daddy sing bass. Daddy sing bass. I took my boat for a car. I took that car for a ride. I was trying to get somewhere, but now I'm following the traces of your fingernails that run along the windshield on the boat of car. Daddy sing bass. Traces of your fingernails that run along the windshield on the boat of car. On the boat of car. On the boat of car. Hi, Greg. Hey. Oh, that was a nice uh, voice thing. But... Ah, ah, ah. That was your punk rock voice. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, for people that uh, don't remember, um, Adam Gorin here is, uh, he was uh, this awesome band called Adam and His Package for a long time in the 90s, early aughts that I loved a lot. And uh, I was so excited to have you on for the um, first time we talked was See the Constellation. So people should go back and listen to that one to hear us talk more about um, Adamant's Package and Armalite and to hear about your history with uh, They Might Be Giants fandom. And then you were also on a Patreon episode for a few songs off of John Linnell's State Songs album so people should go listen to that there is a good chunk of a free portion for people that aren't subscribers there um and on that one we collaborated on a cover of uh montana which is on the this might be a podcast.bandcamp.com for free mm-hmm. and that one that that seemed people liked it. it seemed to be pretty popular oh that's nice yeah people were excited to hear you again hear you that's very generous rocking out yeah and yeah, and we got to do it again for this episode, which we will talk about later. 
<laughs> no, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no. uh, this 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 was a fun one. I'll this... just make weird noises every once in a while. Okay, all right. Uh, 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 huh? I'll just do some uh, Tim Allen noises. Right? Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, um, why did you pick Boat of Car? Uh, well, I mean, I, there are. Lots of songs that have been taken, although I do, uh, I think that this is an interesting song. I think when I, this was the the first record, I think was probably the first one I got by them. Maybe I got Blood and then this, but it was one of my introductory They Might Be Giants records. And um, I kind of think back onto when I first heard them that I had a very hard time distinguishing between the John's voices. Uh-huh. Um, and just so you know, I pronounced it with the correct apostrophe placing there. <laughs> um, and so I think for this song, it was interesting because I was like, oh, that's definitely not either of them. And then I was like, well, wait, maybe it is. They make their voices sound weird sometimes. Um, and, you know, I think that it's a, it's it's kind of very distilled in that it's very short, but it's a distilled version of like the absurdity of some of their lyrics. So, but hey though, which under- which John did yeah. you think that it was? No, I think I, I think that I was like, wait, that's that's not either of them. Because I used to always get confused which one was which, although right. now I feel like I can tell them apart. Um so I think for that one I was pretty sure like, oh, this is not one of the one of the Johns singing. Yeah. And actually I have I have sort of like not looked at the you know wiki or anything. So I absolutely maybe it is one of the Johns singing. No, it um, is uh Margaret Seiler or Sealer Seiler. Is that who, okay that I did zero research? That's Greg? fine. Yeah. Margaret okay, S- Margaret Seiler who was uh John Flansberg's girlfriend at the time. Oh. Yeah. She was also, she was the person that introduced them to uh, a guy who worked at Bar None Records who ended up putting out that first album. So right. a little bit of a hookup there. Um, she was asked to sing on the guitar f- uh, on Apollo, but I'm guessing uh-huh. maybe they had uh, broken up by then and uh, Laura Cantrell was the one who ended up singing on that oh, okay. one. So this is the only song that Margaret Tyler sings on. And uh, it is a unique one in that there are not that many songs that are not sung by the Johns. There's no mm-hmm. Johns voices on this one at all. I guess one of them did probably make the thing that goes, though. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just a synth, right? It's not a special device called the R. <laughs> I mean, you never know with them. They do so many weird, weird <laughs> things. But so you also like it because it's uh, it's got that uh, punk rock uh, running time. Uh, yeah, and I think that it's uh, you know, I like I like songs that kind of crescendo at the end. Ooh, do you hear that? That was music like knology <laughs> word. Um, Speaking Italian, but like that kind of yeah, like it kind of like comes to the dramatic end. That it's like ah boat of car <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> and uh it uh yeah and i do i i i think we've talked about it before that i tend to be very like literal in understanding words mm-hmm. um of songs and so this one i felt like was literal enough that i understood it but absurd enough that i i i was into it 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we talk about the Elm version proper, uh, so let's go ahead and listen to that demo. Daddy sing bass. Daddy sing bass. Daddy sing bass. Daddy sing bass. I took my boat for a car. I took that car for a ride I was trying to get somewhere But now I'm following the traces of your fingernails That run along the windows on the boat of car Daddy sing bass Traces of your fingernails that run along the windows on the boat of Yeah, so that's from their 1985 demo tape, and I love that it's got that little warbliness of the the cassette on there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this one it's it's very similar to what ended up on the album, though it is different uh, vocal take. I feel like there's a little bit more reverb on the vocals, maybe. Yeah, the I mean, I think the vocals on the song on the record, I I think I also liked it because they seemed almost mechanical uh like it was like a a robot person talking uh-huh. <laughs> and i like that too i think yeah and i think part of that might be on this one it's just a single track vocal on the uh elm version flansburg said it's not actually a double track they used um he said is his classic 80s delay i'd assume a lexicon uh-huh. pcm 70 uh, that's exactly what I was thinking, yep. Greg. Set, <laughs> that's what Flansburg said, not me. <laughs> Set for a very short delay, so it's a very tight, unblurry chorusing creating the double. So it's a it's a created double. It's not oh. this Margaret didn't sing over top of herself. So I think that might be given a little bit of what oh. you said, like a yeah, a little bit of a uh, f- fake sounding f- to it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one lyrical variation for some reason on the demo that got changed. I didn't notice it. Yeah, the um, traces of your fingernails that run along the windows of the boat of car. Where on the elm, oh. it's run along the windshield on the boat right. of car. So, so this boat of car also has windows that I did not know about. <laughs> <laughs> well, the windshield, I guess in this one, they're not just running the fingernails along the windshield, but along all of the windows. <laughs> windows plural i don't know but right. what's what's funny is that uh, some in i think every one of the live versions that we'll be listening to later they go back to windows i think it's only on huh. the official album version that they did windshield seems like a very minor change but it just is, uh, it seems kind of odd that it's just this just the official album one is the one that got windshield i don't know right huh i like windshield better but i don't know i guess it's just because i've heard that version more yeah, I think I like windshield better too. And then the uh, uh, the sample there, you know who that is, yeah. Now, I I know who that is, but I when I I think that this is another one of the uh, examples of like a sample 
or a song or a cover song. I mean, this is not a cover song, but like um, that I heard before the original, like uh, there's this old punk band, uh, uh, Rorschach, that did a version of Black Fat Flag's My War, mm-hmm. which I heard like years and years before I actually ended up hearing the Black Flag version. And there's probably a lot of uh, songs like that. And this, right. I, I had no idea... I probably didn't know who Johnny Cash was in 19, whatever it was. Um, and I actually, re- I remember thinking that it was instead of daddy will sing bass, or I guess it's not as enunciated like that, but um, I thought that the, that the lyric was uh, Daniel sing bass, <laughs> like as if it was a command. So Daniel, um, yeah. Daniel sing bass. <laughs> Do it now. Daniel. Yeah, right. And I, I and do you do you know is there a story behind why that sample or what what is it doing there? No, I don't know. So yeah, I mean I guess the one little variation that uh in this one in so the the giant cash song is called Daddy Sang Bass. Uh it's written by Carl Perkins. Um in the song, the first time it gets to that part, he says Daddy Sang Bass. And then the second time they get to that part, he says, Daddy will sing bass. Oh. And in in the They Might Be Giants version, it is the Daddy will sing bass that is sampled, right? I'm going to say definitively, without any authority to say that, yes. Because yeah. that makes me feel better about mishearing it, that there's the old sound. The so Daniel. I can say, oh, it is Daniel. Yeah. God damn it, sing bass. <laughs> yeah, me and little brother, my brother Daniel. Get the fuck in there and sing that, Daniel. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a lad, times were hard and things were bad. But there's a silver lining behind every cloud. Just four people, that's all we were, trying to make a living out of Blacklander. But we'd get together in a family circle, singing loud. Daddy sang bass. Mama sang tenor. Me and little brother would join right in there. Singing seems to help a troubled soul. One of these days, and it won't be long, I'll rejoin them in a song. I'm gonna join the family circle at the throne. No, the circle won't be broken by and by, Lord, by and by. Sing bass. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there there doesn't seem to be any explanation out there of why that's sampled. Would you think that that has anything to do with the lyrical content of the song, or is it just random? Or I I don't know. I I mean I I presume, I have no idea. But uh, like, do you know what the what are the lyrics like? What's the premise of the? daddy sang bass song like you know what the like i don't know the li- any lyrics aside from uh daniel which i guess johnny cash <laughs> miss uh misspoke and said daddy will sing bass but yeah i mean it's just about uh you know family entertaining themselves singing together you know it's <laughs> daddy will sing bass mom sang tenor me and the little brother join right in there um yeah, so the first verse, I remember when I was a lad, times were hard and things were bad, but there's a silver lining behind every cloud, just four people, that's all we were, trying to make a living out of black dirt land, 
but we'd get together in a family circle singing loud. And then, huh. yeah, and then after the uh, Daddy Sang Bass and all that part, they go into the old folk uh, standard, uh, the circle be unbroken. And here they say the circle won't be broken. Have you heard that song? Will no. the circle be unbroken? If you've ever seen um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, you've heard it. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. It's one of those classics famously done by the Carter family. I'm not sure if they wrote it or, oh, okay. or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would be I would be uh, hesitant to make a conclusion because I feel like in the times where I've been like, oh, they're just making up weird stuff that sounds, you know, quirky or that just sounds okay together. But then I feel like every time I've thought that with They Might Be Giants, there's it seems like there have been interpretations that are like, oh, that's what that means. Like that actually means something and that, that there was a, you know, they were thoughtful about the choices there. So who knows? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just an easy thing to sample because the instruments all drop out when he says dead you'll sing bass so that's an easy thing you, to grab and sample do you think do you think that was the that was the deciding factor i don't know like, let's just have something that doesn't have other stuff in it <laughs> i mean they've done it before in um in the song number three um there's that saxophone that bump 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 oh yeah 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 and then the original song that they stole that from it's you know a nice soloed section of, yeah, of the original from? oh god don't ask me that. I'm forgetting. Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, oh, I can do look not it up tell me what song that is. It would ruin it <laughs> do for Do not me. do that. Um, Skinny Lena by Lou Monty. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Those are all words I, I acknowledge <laughs> exist, but don't know what any of them mean together. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in you know 1985 when they wrote this song... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they had any sort of uh, that sampling technology, but just, you know, recording just a little bit of the record, uh, a soloed part, you know, they're not having to extract a part from a song. It's just Mm -hmm. sitting right there by itself to, to, to yoink. So they didn't have the breakbeat version of the Johnny Cash record at that point, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, on the album that's Johnny Cash goes crunk. Yeah, yeah the, the classic, <laughs> the old classic. <laughs> um, so then there's this little thing I, that you accidentally listened to before that uh, I listed as unintentional instrumental, um, which is just that little short thing. And I was just going to play that because it's cool because you can hear. So this is, uh, well, the story behind this, this, this is a backing track, or at least a partial backing track that they would have used at live shows and the story behind this is kind of funny when you go to the uh looking at the wiki here <clears throat> they call it the 1985 promotional demo tape number one making it different than the 1985 demo tape uh and here on the wiki i'm just going to read this it's pretty interesting this uh this is a tape that was discovered in 2001 by a curator for the warhol museum it was possibly archived by andy warhol himself but according to Linnell. We had friends who worked at the Warhol Institute before he died, so it may be something that came from someone other than him. It Hmm. seems to be a tape of demos which had been partially recorded over, presumably by one of the Johns, uh, and so they were recording over top of a tape that had some of their backing tracks and just forgot that there was more after that. So a few of the backing tracks ended up on this tape, that were not, you know, intended to be heard by anyone other than at live shows. 
So, like, it has, it just has, um, put your hand inside the puppet head, youth culture killed my dog, nothing's going to change my clothes. So these were, like, a promotional thing that they would hand out, probably. But then after that, accidentally, uh, it has the rhythm section, the backing tracks for Boat of Car, Alienations for the Rich, You'll Miss Me, Nothing's Gonna Change My Clothes, and the famous Polka. So there are a couple things that strike me about that. One, how come they would need like a backing track for alienations for the writ? Like it seems like that would be something that could be done with two people at one time, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they just always wanted to have that bigger sound, and you yeah. know, and I think they were they were fighting that a lot at the first at first, where people were like. Why don't you get a full band? Why don't you get a, a oh. real band? You know, the rhythm section that was one. Not, and all that, that was not what I, I hope that that did not come off that way for me. Um, that, uh, uh, but it, it's just interesting. And I wonder, like, I also wonder, um, like, what, what, if you're pre recording something, it's kind of interesting that the pre recorded thing would be different, but more or less of the same as what was used as a backing track on the record, but still different enough that it's a little different, but not that. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to, yeah, it's I wonder what under that choice. It's hard to tell with all the other stuff extracted, if it is from the album version or not. The one it thing doesn't sound like it, does it? It, yeah, seems, it sounds like it's more like, like it even might be slower a little bit. Yeah, that's possible. Um, but what I like about it is that the, um, yeah, that little counter melody, you can really hear that on the, uh, where it goes to the big, you know, happier sounding outro. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can hear that counter melody, but it's like, it's a little off from everything else. And I like that it just has that little bit of sloppy rawness to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's just an interesting little tidbit. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool if uh, it was Andy Warhol that's like, hey, I found this thing, this yeah. accidental you know, <laughs> tape. Uh, yeah, but talking about the actual album version then, I love that the the synth line at the beginning is just such a weird progression of notes and the um and I think every note it's like harmonized in like a fifth, which almost makes it sound like like video game music yeah, or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is weird. And I think the song, it's, you know, it's pretty odd throughout, but the intro goes on a really long time before they get to the words, right? What does it go through, like, four times before the... Daniel, sing bass. Yeah, it sounds sounds like it, but I would defer to how the song actually goes rather than how it goes in my brain. (laughs) yeah um when we talk about our cover later we could talk about this more but like when you were figuring out the synth part to that was it kind of hard to figure out what those notes were did it seem kind of odd um you know i think i figured it out on the guitar first and then oh really 
Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why I did that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I did do it on the guitar first. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I mean it was weird just because I'm. I think I just did it slowly, and it took a little while. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird. Weird progression. I'm used to the uh, the. <laughs> very fundamental uh uh ramones uh misfits progressions <laughs> and this is not one of them right right how about you as music person who actually knows things about music what what uh not what key but like what is the mm, i don't even know what i'm trying to say but like when people say and not that i know what this means like oh it's a diminished minor seventh or whatever like is there a particular fancy terminology for whatever he slash wolf that it's uh that it's in yeah you know i mean i couldn't quite figure it out but i I feel like that that synth line at least at the beginning like i think it changes in the outro the the key i think just goes to like g major i think but i feel like the the synth line throughout the beginning there has got to be in some sort of weird mode i don't know if you're familiar with the other modes other than major and minor but uh i am vaguely aware that they exist and that they sound different (laughs) but that's about it (laughs) right yeah a lot of these like you hear them in like they used them more in like medieval you know times music and stuff like that there's like Mm -hmm. you know dorian lydian mixolydian locrian aeolian aeolian is minor and ionian oh. is major oh okay yeah but yeah it just has to do with where the half steps are in the scale like um and you can figure them all out i mean the way to easy easily learn about them or more easily to learn about them is if you're at the piano to just play uh the white keys but as you start on a different white key like so for major you know you start on c and you play all the white keys and that gives you major And then if you start on D and just play up all the white keys, that'll show you where the half steps are for uh, Dorian. And then if you start on E, like on E, then there's a half step right away to go to F, like the half steps right away. I'm forgetting which one that is. But like there's a, so that's a different mode for each one, each starting on each different note as you go up. If you just stay on the white keys, it'll show you where the half steps are. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like just that the progression of notes at the beginning is just so... Ah, just like something it's it's almost like uh um like uncomfortable about it like it just has this eerie kind of uncomfortable feel to it mm-hmm. like it doesn't sound yeah. like happy like major or necessarily right. you know the like a minor edge it feels like it's somewhere in between mm-hmm. yeah but how much do you love that oh that's it's great that uh <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I think in the cover song, I I, I don't know uh, if you had to make a wall of speakers to get that sound, but uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty uh, foghorny. Yeah, that was my uh, my Juno 60. So I used some analog synth on that. And uh, I think I did a, not a double, but an octave up and then lots of reverb. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, and uh I I will acknowledge in the uh the guitar tab on um the the wiki here. Um the main riff it says 
painstakingly tabbed by Capital Q for full accuracy. And Capital Q is a guy named John Eulis who helps run the wiki and uh, is a listener of this show. So shout out to John Eulis, which I do on a lot of episodes because he is a guy who videotapes a lot of their shows and just knows he's like encyclopedia of they might be giant stuff, uh, partially, you know, helping run this wiki. So he helped figure out a little guitar tab for the, for the beginning there. Um, yeah. And maybe I, maybe I looked at that. (laughs) Maybe now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I probably looked at that. Right. Why would I, I wouldn't fault you for cheating. Yeah. 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 And I mean, they have it listed as E minor, um, which I guess is possible. Um, but then at the end it definitely goes major. I think the only key that really matters is the. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny too. (laughs) Yeah. But I love how it switches that, you know, that, it's such a short song, um, but it's just like when it gets to that ending, it's almost just like mm-hmm. a relief. Yeah, it's like, ah. Yeah, because like I said, it just sounds like so unsettling in that synth melody and the vocal melody, and then it just gets to that nice, happy yeah. coda. When all is right when the boat of car arrives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so this one, the credits there, it's uh, Linnell on the keyboards, obviously. And then Flansburg does guitar and bass, which only come in in the outro. So Flans is only playing for like 10 seconds of this song or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. I mean, the song total is what? A minute 15 on the original. An epic. 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 Uh, <laughs> An epic tale of a boat of cars. So so what do you make of these lyrics? Are we just going to pass them off as nonsense? Uh I mean I I'm not I would not say that I have the confidence to make any such judgment, but I certainly don't understand <laughs> what <laughs> I mean I guess my mental image is that of like a little motorboat that has wheels maybe much like a matchbox car of those uh <laughs> um you know the so that's my imagination of it and i guess those boats have little tiny windshields that i don't know if they do anything except maybe uh no i don't know keep the bugs out of your teeth yeah um so that's my imagined <laughs> sort of thing of it and that that seems like a nice positive thing to uh celebrate in a song <laughs> But uh, I, I have no idea. Is, it is car, there any car boat? Do you? What hybrid? do you think? I always uh, thought of it as um, like I had a couple friends in high school who drove, you know, who bought used cars and drove those big like '70s like Cadillacs or Buicks or whatever. You know, mm. when you'd call those a boat, like those right big ass old cars. So I always thought of it like that. Um, I took my boat for a car. I took my car for a ride. I mean, they never say anything in the lyrics about going into water right you know it's yeah it's so so weird i was trying to get somewhere but i'm following the traces of your fingernails someone in the the interpretations tab on the wiki was saying that it is someone actually driving their car into a lake and they can't get out so they're scratching at the windows trying to get out and those are the the fingernails on the windows Ooh, that's that's much darker than uh than i uh thought of it first so meaning that traces of your fingernails that run across the windshield or windows um Uh huh well that would be uh a less than uh 
happy end <laughs> to that, I guess. <laughs> but it's the with the with the pronouns in there. I took my boat for a car, but this I the the person singing it is tracing their fingernails, so it's not saying I right was scratching on the windshield. But the person this person's fingernails are on their windshield or windows. Mm. I don't know. What I don't how the fuck either. do you come up with this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty good though. We're talking about it uh, you know, decades later. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, especially because these guys, you know, they're not known for being a druggy band, but they come up with stuff like a druggy band would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know, you drink too much coffee, and this is what happens. Yeah, you just start. Eventually, you write "boat of car" gibberish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's it's hard to know. I mean, did this Margaret Siler uh, Siler have anything to do with the lyrics? I don't know. We may never know. I can't help you here. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, who knows? And I, yeah, I can't make any sense of the Johnny Cash sample being having anything to do with the rest of the lyrics, other than I don't know, maybe like Daddy'll sing, sing Daddy'll sing bass. Like you got this big low, booming mm. voice, and then you have that big low booming synth. So those kind of go in tandem with each other. So and you, you think a big old Johnny boat. Cash's dad was a synthesizer? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I've connected the dots. Yeah, yeah. We we cracked the case. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I don't. Uh, uh, the interpretations don't really have anything more to say about that either. A lot of people just saying, you know, it's surreal or it's art rock or whatever. Um, yeah, or some version of what we both said, that it's talking mm-hmm. about a big old car, or it's one of those car-boat hybrids that that uh, they tried to do there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should mm. we listen to some live versions? Sure. Yeah, so normally I wouldn't play like this many live versions, but the thing is that they're all different. Huh. And for a song that... <clears throat> According to the wiki, has only been performed 38 times. Many of those 38 times have been documented. Uh, huh. and, and usually high percentage of uh, the only 38 performances have been documented, and a lot of them released officially. So the first one... So the, it seems like they didn't really play it live at first. I mean, you know, they... <laughs> I mean, they must have, because there's a backing track. But according to the wiki, the first performances are in 1992. But if they had backing tracks for it that were discovered on that tape uh, from 1985, they had to have been playing it before that. So I'm sure the number of performances is probably higher. Hmm. Um, you know, and when you're a new band and you don't have that many songs, you play all of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But so this first one we're going to listen to um, was made public or made available to um, people in the fan club in 2001 uh, on this, what they called TMBG Unlimited. And on their July Unlimited edition, they recorded this one, or they uh, released this one from live in Hamburg in 1992. That is like bass. That is like bass. 
Daddy sang bass Daddy sang bass I took my boat for a car I took that car for a ride I was trying to get somewhere But now I'm following the traces of your fingernails That run along the windows on the boat of car Daddy sang bass Traces of your fingernails that run along the windows on the boat of car on the boat of car, on the boat of car, on the boat of car. Boat of car, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that was that was the whole song. What do you think of that one? Huh, I like it. I have I have questions for you though. Uh-huh. Um, the questions are. So when did they start playing with, because that sounded like live snare drum playing. Did they play with a drummer that early in 1992? They, on um, the Apollo 18 tour, they did have their, their first drummer, also named John, oh. Jonathan Feinberg. I did but not I'm know trying that. to place the, uh, so the date on this one, let's see, which one was this in... in if it was before Apollo 18 released, then it might not be. No, I feel like no, that would have been after Apollo 18. I, I feel like I graduated high school in 92 and I feel like I feel a distinct memory of driving around with a tape uh, that a friend of mine made that had Spider on repeat. Yes, um, I remember you talking about that. <laughs> so, I think uh, I bet that that was uh, after well it says that this hamburg show was uh february 10th so that's really early in mm. the year i think that was before the record actually came out huh. and oh. it sounds like to me the drum sounds so random i'm wondering if flans is playing oh. the snare drum because i've seen multitask yeah i've seen this happen before where, there, where those, there's no guitar in this version it's just hmm. accordion because I'm trying to think, oh, there's some TV performance I saw them do way back in the day that had Flans just playing a snare drum. Am I right? That was in the recording. I presume one of them was going for the strings, like going oh, yeah. up and creaking. Because yeah. at first I heard that in my headphone. I was like, is that Greg doing that? <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's Flans. Yeah, Flans does the Daniel Sing bass. Um, and Linnell is doing the lead vocal, which I know he, yeah, I don't know if it, in that one, it was definitely daddy sang bass, not daddy. Yeah. Ol. Mm-hmm. And that's why, yeah, that's why I pointed it out on the recording and the sample. Cause I think in most of these, or maybe all of these live versions, they say daddy sang bass instead of daddy will hmm. sing bass, which again is weird because the sample that they actually used on the album, uh, is daddy will sing. And then, so wait, do they say, hold on, do they say windshield or windows in this one? Let me see. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, he says windows in this one. So again, hmm. they're singing the sample different and they're singing the, the windows <clears throat> instead of the windshield. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They just, like, 
ah, we did it wrong on the album version. Let's let's switch it back. Right. Okay, and then uh, the very next month to their TMBG Unlimited fan club in August, they released this other one. This is live in 1992. They didn't note where... Uh, we don't seem to know which one of these shows that this was at, but it's in the same year, but they do it differently. I took my boat for a car I took that car for a ride I was trying to get somewhere but now I'm following The traces of your fingernails that run along the windows on the boat I'm Traces of your fingernails that run along the windows on the That one's awesome too, but you're right. Totally different. Like the, uh, you know, the being played on the guitar. Oh, and, that's so great. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That one's good. Yeah. And on this one, instead of Flans doing the dad, you'll sing bass. They're triggering the sample there. Yeah. You're actually getting Johnny Cash he, in there. I did notice he did say windows on that one. Yeah. Windows again. And so Linnell's lead, but Flans does a cool harmony on the uh, mm-hmm. the outro there. And there you are getting a full drum kit. So I'm guessing this right. one has got to be that, that Jonathan Feinberg playing on it. Mm-hmm. And that guy was he was only in the band on that that tour, um, and wasn't on record except for one. They did a cover of O Tenenbaum that he was on. Oh. And yeah, I actually talked to him on a, a Patreon episode. So he toured with them, but was never on a full record. Hmm. But I'm guessing maybe this one was done later in 1992 and he was in the band then. I still don't know what to make of that little snare in the previous one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be him and he's just like, I don't know what to fucking play. And just like it's barely right. tapping in there and hesitant about it. And then he got more confident with what he was going to play later on. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Hard to say. So then we jump uh, nine years ahead to the, I don't remember if I asked you this before, but did you ever see the the gigantic A Tale of Two Johns, the documentary about They Might Be Giants? Yes, I did. Yes. So in, there's some bonus video, I think, on the DVD of them. Um, I think this would have been from Mink Car uh, release thing at uh, Tower Records in New York in 2001. Okay. So this one is a video there. That one has that link. Why don't you check that out? Is this the Meet James Enzor one as well? Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Boat of Cars, the first one. All right. Checking it out. We'd like to welcome you to our studios. This is our first time. really hard to play. Is it? Is it? Is it? I took my boat for a car 
took that car for a ride. I was trying to get somewhere, but now I'm following the traces of your fingernails and run across the windows on the boat of got Flansburg taking over on lead vocals. Yeah. And guess what? He says windshield. <laughs> oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't notice that. Oh, that's a great little video. I love the, the crowd reaction on that. They, yeah. You know, it, you know, this one's a little sillier. And I think at the beginning, instead of saying daddy will sing bass, he just goes, hmm. Yeah. It's like a little hum. <laughs> I also love the mistakes in it. Linnell has quite a few flubs in it on the accordion. Yeah. Um, which just, I mean, it's got to be so hard to play. Like I said, that little riff is just so bizarre, and it's got so many yeah. jumps in it. Um, but I love just the, the you know, tossing it off is kind of a silly one and, and sloppy, and uh, it's just got, you know, it's uh, it's got some charm to it. Yeah, I, I, I have often felt like as long as bands approximately play the song they're trying to play, then that, that, that works for me usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then the most recent one we have here is from an album they released called First Album Live, where they played the whole first album live, uh, appropriately enough. And so this is from 2013. Um, and they've only played it one time more recently than this in 2015 they did play it once but uh, in 2013 they taped it for this album so why don't you go ahead and listen to that one that one's attached as uh, that one is 13 boat oh got it daddy sang bass daddy sang bass daddy sang bass Daddy sang bass. I took my boat for a car. I took that car for a ride. I was trying to get somewhere, but now I'm following the traces of your fingernails that run along the windshield on the boat of car. Daddy sang bass. Traces of your fingernails that run along the windshield on the boat of That's interesting too. Like that one, there's no harmonies at the at the end. Um, oh yeah, and he really only sings the harmony line there. Um, 
Yeah, interesting. So yeah, this one is Flans on lead again. And Flans, I guess, like saying windshield. Well, Linnell, when he's done it, he's saying windows. (laughs) Wind thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, I'm I'm doing it this time. I'm doing it my way. Windshield. I'm drawing a line in the sand here. And who's doing the deep voice there? The daddy sang bass part. I think that's Flans, too. Oh, really? Because you can kind of hear him switching back and forth. It's kind of a weird switch. You can kind of hear him making that switch in his voice. Uh-huh. Um, but this is the only recording of this song with their modern lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got their current drummer, Marty Beller, coming in hard at the end there, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Danny Weinkoff playing bass. Uh, Dan Miller, who is usually guitar, he's the one that's playing the synth. So here's the, the only one, the only version that we've heard that has both accordion and synthesizer in it. Mm. So he's the one hitting the and the ding, 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 ding. And I don't know if there is any guitar in it, but it does come in pretty big at the end there, which I dig. It's just, yeah, it's funny for a song that it's got to be have been played more than 38 times if it was played in the, you know, the early days. I guess just they don't have record of that. Um, That there's so many recordings of it. And they've done it so many different ways. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's just this odd little track on their first album. But every time they do it, they want to do it differently. That is interesting. Yeah. Like, it seems like, well, they, you just need more rehearsals. I don't know. We're going to do it this way. We got to mix it up a little bit. So we got to practice it this way. They don't, you know, they, they do like to mix up instrumentation and stuff on their, their songs a lot, especially in those early ones. I think they, mm-hmm. you know, get a little tired of playing their own songs and want to. Switch I wonder up. how far before the performance they decide who's singing that song. Like at yeah. some point where they like, ah, eh, you do it. Yeah. Eh, I don't want to do that one anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows? And so there's one other uh, recorded version of this one, a studio recorded version um, from 2003. They did this little EP with uh, the Other Thing Brass Band, and that's the name of the group, Other Thing Brass Band. Uh, in 2003, they did a little EP um, that was then later released on a compilation called Album Raises New and Troubling Questions, and which is great. So they did versions of Boat of Car, Mr. Me, Dirt Bike, and Particle Man, which are all outstanding. Um, why don't you go ahead and listen to this, uh, this brass band version? It's pretty, pretty awesome. Daddy sang bass. I took my boat for a car I took that car for a ride I was trying to get somewhere But now I'm following the traces of your fingernails That run along the windows on the boat of car Daddy sang bass Traces of your fingernails that run along the windows on the boat of car 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 car. 
they also did stock of wheat and metal detector and ant with the other thing. So it's Marty Beller, their their drummer. Then uh, Dan uh-huh. Levine, Dan Levine on trombone, who's played on a lot of their stuff. Mark Pender plays trumpet. Who you might know Mark Pender from Conan O'Brien's band. And, okay. Uh huh. And who also play, he also plays on Doctor Worm. And uh, Marcus Rojas on tuba. How cool is it hearing that on tuba? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like Pender must have put two trumpet tracks in there because on the um, I was trying to get somewhere, there's like those cool little crunchy intervals with like two trumpets there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So cool. And again, Flans on lead and singing Windshield. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, if you get a chance, you should definitely check out these other um, other thing brass band songs. They're pretty sweet. The dirt bike one, I'm especially okay fond of. Yeah. So again, a weird little song that has had many, many iterations. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get to covers? Let's do it. Let's listen to um, Leather Club first. Leather Club, this is on soundcloud.com slash leather club. Got it. That is same bass. That is same bass. That is same bass. the picture of the of the car in the water um <laughs> at least in the soundcloud page yeah yeah it sounds like it has some accordion in there and some synth and i like the daddy saying bass so aggressive with that like, uh-huh. distortion on it and i also like how yeah that little string part that goes Whoop, they actually put that in there mm-hmm. with a little synth thing so yeah cool yeah, the version. person's voice uh has that sort of John Linnell, almost like perfectly tuned uh, component to it, which I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, let's listen to the one I labeled wacky anime one. All right. <laughs> I got it. I'm the good one. I'm the good one. 
I'm the good one. <laughs> well, that's funny. I mean, that's it's also funny, like the the sort of time change in the last in the last part of it. That it's just like mm, we'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. That I like weird, it. That weird sample there. I don't know. The, this is J two N on YouTube. Uh, okay. It says singing over something weird I found on the internet, which is this <laughs> Maria Sama Gamiteru spring rap i don't know i mean that's yeah. the i just said it's an anime thing because i don't know anime yeah <laughs> at all. yeah and, and he says yeah i love old youtube stuff this is in 2010 uh the sample is of my friend sam testing his new mic which is i think we we're saying uh what is he saying this is a good one mm-hmm. or something like that oh okay i thought that <laughs> Play- was part of the thing that's yeah. funny played in winamp <laughs> and tr- and triggered by the play button on my dumb multimedia keyboard <laughs> apologies to both tmbg and maria sama gamitero and their fans especially the latter because i don't know anything about it i don't know anything about that either i don't know what <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a weird combination of things that come together like how how do you think of doing this it's just yeah it's just what, what i about like about it whatever is that, was found on the internet triggers uh singing boat of car over it right interesting brains us humans have definitely and i think what what, uh i like best about it is that it almost seems as weird and random as the original like Mm -hmm. how did did they come up with the original i don't know how to come up with this i don't know and we got another weird one next it's alex cato on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash alex cato music and this one alex here somehow gets four minutes out of this one I don't Whoa. think you need to listen to the whole thing here, but um, you could skip through a little bit and check out some All of right. the different sections. Wow. There. Yes, I skipped through that a little bit. Uh, you know, that, that one, you know, was, uh, not not for me, but hey. <laughs> when I cool. first started playing it, when I first started playing it, I'm just like, just like, is this just some other song named Boat of Car? Because <laughs> you don't really hear anything resembling Boat of Car until like 40 seconds in. Yeah. Till he starts singing it. And the vocals are like very quiet in the mix. Mm-hmm. 
but you get these I mean there's so many different sections to the song you get these kind of hip hop beats that come in and then these quieter sections where it's like a little brushed snare part and then it kicks right. back up again it's a, a weird one I don't know I mean yeah, yeah being so inspired by this short little song uh, to make it into a f- thing that's four minutes and two seconds right yeah <laughs> Alex Cato. Nice job. And then this last one we have here is not so much cover as it is a remix on YouTube. It's uh, Steve Combs on YouTube. Boat of Car, Steve Combs remix. All right. that one i'm a big fan of that synth tone that comes in on the uh the i was trying to get somewhere yeah yeah it's a different a different uh there's also that that different melody thing that got in there as well at some point yeah and i noticed randomly that yeah the johnny cash sample is in there but there's one time towards the end where it's definitely Flan saying it from one of those live performances or something, maybe. There's, yeah, there's yeah. one random Flan's in there. Yeah, it seems like it. I like uh I like the beat he puts to this. And yeah. it's a drumless song that he added drums to, which is something we decided to do as well. Yeah. Let's talk about our cover. We've we've alluded to it a couple of times. Cool. Yeah. So um so yeah, I, I, I said I want to put some real drums to this, put a, a punk rock beat to this. And I think what I did the first time trying to remember is I put the original track into my program and warped it to make it faster. And I was like, what do you think of this? And you're like, can we speed it up even more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember how many BPM we ended up speeding it up. But then I found out that the, the Elm version does not appear to be to an exact tempo, so when I recorded it, I just kind of sang it in my head. I recorded it to a click track, uh-huh. and then just kind of kept track of what the song was in my head as I went through, and it ended up working out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did work out. Yeah, because it needed to be to a click because you were doing MIDI, and to get that MIDI synced up right, right. had to be... Locked in there. Yeah. Daddy will sing bass. 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 
So what? Uh, yeah, what? What was your favorite part about covering this song? Um, I like. I mean, kind of the same thing that uh, I like about the song and many songs is that sort of like anthem part at the end. Um, and I like how we did that. I like, you know, I guess I imagined it as like a super sludgy, like metal, uh, doom metal, drawn out part. Um, uh-huh. And so I think I may have down-tuned the guitar, but I don't remember. Um, <laughs> There's so uh, many guitars, so many guitar yes, tracks. There, when you, there when are you sent that back few, over to me, I'm like, a yes! guitars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is the beauty of the garage band, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it never tells you, stop it. Too many guitars. <laughs> Stop adding more things. There's, yeah. there's even a little track where you did like harmonics in it. I think it's a like. Pee! Oh really? I yeah. I mean I don't even I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's been this has been a long time working. Um, that was fun, and that ending. I feel like that ending, and I mean they might be giants. You know, they do put drums on those live versions. You know, the most recent one with right Marty playing that big old beat at the end. It it really is screaming out for drums, especially at that end part. Yeah. Um. But I love doing that punk beat too. That do, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which just I feel like the I think it kind of the keyboard part, like it accents the off beats so much, mm-hmm. and that punk beat, you know, the snare goes on the ands, do, da, 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 da. like it right. just really made sense. Yeah, and then yeah. when it all comes in sort of straight at the end, I like that. And you did some pretty sweet vocal harmonies as well. That- <laughs> well actually as i'm listening to the other people i'm like how do these people like actually sing the notes that they want to sing <laughs> so that's always impressive to me this one is just a weird one to sing i mean like i've been talking about the melody is so like unorthodox yeah yeah great song yeah, i have to listen to it i haven't listened to our version for a little while <laughs> it'll be in here in the episode nice <laughs> so i I think we've come to that point in the episode where you must score this song. Oh, um, and I, can you remind me what the scale is? To 10, and you can use decimals, and you're scoring it against other They Might Be Giants songs. So, like, um, so like 10 being, like, one of my favorite songs in their catalog. Yes. Versus, I mean, okay. Um, hmm. you know, I kind of feel like, and maybe this inflates the score of it, but that it's so short that it's it's not going to do anybody harm if you overly, uh, you know, score it. Right. Who's it going to hurt, Greg? Who's it going to hurt? Nobody. I'm saying, uh, between 7.5 and 8. So I guess I'll say 7.75. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is one that uh, I've always loved their first album with so many of these little weird ones. Yeah. Rabbit Child, Chess Piece Face. Yeah, you know, thirty two footsteps. Is a weird one. There's so many weird ones, and this one just always stuck out for. I mean, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, it's not sung by a John. It really comes out of nowhere. Like, is this some other weird band? Yeah, uh, and it's just like it. It makes itself known in a very short amount of time. Yeah, um, and I think covering this one made me appreciate it more too. The complexity of what's going on in this short time, and you and I get it done in under a minute. Uh, our version <laughs> even with the long sustained chord at the end right right yeah i think it's gonna end up being like 52 seconds or something like that nice efficient use of time yeah so but what is it, your do you score them as well i can't yes. remember i'm okay. i'm, I'm kind of stalling here trying to figure out or talk myself through it but uh it it isn't one where it you know if i was making like a condensed they might be giants playlist this one probably wouldn't end up on there unless it was a mm-hmm. playlist of the weirdest they might be giant songs. Mm. Um, but man, respect for Boat of Car. I think I'm going seven. Let's just go straight okay. seven. And is, is it too much to ask if I avoiding doing the work of going through stuff? If I can ask, what are your lowest and highest rated songs? Uh, let's see. The ones I've given tens to are Dr. Worm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an angel. That's a good one. Birdhouse, of course. Uh huh. And dinner bell. Really? Huh. Interesting. And that's it. Huh. Anna Ang's not on there. I'm very stingy with those. Anna Ang, I gave a nine point nine. Mm. People gave me shit for that, but. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> near perfect yeah near perfect i don't know the outro goes on a little long <laughs> huh okay yeah, yeah. interesting i've always loved interval and and, and lowest rated one lowest um and i presume that would have to be of one you've done an episode on right the lowest i've given is a 4.9 to the song called austin or stubs which is from their like not it's it's not like an album album but the the venue songs they did this tour where they wrote a song about every venue that they played on the tour oh wow and some of them just end up sounding a little more tossed off, which this yeah. was one of them. But the guy that was on the episode, he was actually at that show where they did it. And oh. so that was a cool one to talk about. And it's the only venue song I've talked about so far, so I really wanted to do one of those. But okay. that one's that one's low. And then another one, I think the second lowest is 5.2 to the song called Oh We. And Oh We is on that also on that album raises new and troubling questions compilation. So mm. it's kind of like a little B side and it's only like 45 seconds long or something. And the only lyrics are a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think the lowest I've given to a proper album track is maybe Duncan. Of course, of course, which I gave a 5.5. Oh, okay. I'm not, not familiar with it. Yeah. 
but yeah i'm trying to i mean even my least favorite they might be giant songs i like more than most other bands songs sure. so this is again in context of scoring relevant scale yeah you know putting them up against birdhouse you know yeah so <laughs> yeah so do you have anything that you want to plug for the people should they come um, and take your chemistry classes yeah, I, I'm doing a really great um, physics class coming up, um, uh, and I hope everyone turns out. <laughs> Five bucks at the door. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. A friend and I have been sort of emailing songs back and forth, um, and we have somehow, and this is the first like songs I've tried to write in a very, very long time, um, nice. and that's been really fun. Um, but I don't know. There's no. Uh, there's no thing or no noun to uh, plug. So no. <laughs> so there's no name for this group. Uh, there was a name for it, but then it turned out that other people had gone back in time, like 15 years ago, <laughs> and stolen our name. Damn them! Very <laughs> rude. Um, so no, no name yet. Can Can I say that the our Montana cover at all inspired you to get going again? I think it did help me uh, sort of learn the ways of recording things because um, I, I, I mean, I had always always played or not always, but I had played around with uh, you know guitar on GarageBand, but I had never done vocals before. So I think that making me do not that I was made, but doing the vocals in Montana was like, oh, I guess I can record vocals too in a way that is not just yelling at the computer that i can actually use a <laughs> microphone so right and did you buy your own interface i know i think when we first started that you were borrowing it from a friend or something um so i think what i ended up doing is so i have something i don't even know you know it's in the other room so i don't even know what it's called it's called an i something <laughs> but yeah. it it is a sort of an interface to put the uh the guitar into the little uh i think that's technically what it's called the little hole in the computer <laughs> and um but i also have a microphone that has a phantom power thing and then an adapter from the xlr to that so i can put that into the same quarter inch jack that is in the i noun that goes into the little hole Gotcha. See? So you're all um, set up now. Yeah, if you'd like a, a schematics diagram of that, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll get that right to you. The big thing goes into the little thing goes into the computer. Yep, and then it goes wah wah, and it yeah. tells yeah. and it records that. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone should go and listen to some Adam Ennis package and some Armalite to hear some classic uh, Adam Gorin stuff because it's all awesome. Mm, thank you. Yeah, and people can find This Might Be a Podcast all over the social medias. Uh, Twitter at This Might Be a Pod. Email me thoughts. Uh, tell us what you thought of the Boat of Car cover. Email me at uh, This Might Be a Pod at Gmail or leave me a voicemail 224 801 2930. And Adam, thank you so much for being on again. Greg, it's always a, a pleasure to yeah. uh, to hang out with you on uh, in rectangles. It's yeah. It's great to talk to you again and great to uh, collaborate again. It was super fun. Right on. Yeah, man. Cool. Fingernails that run along the windshield on the boat of cars.